Hey guys, how's it going? I hope everyone is doing well in the holiday season, getting your Christmas shopping done, getting everything mailed out, I don't know, all that good stuff, staying on top of the chores that you have to do this December so we can get to the 25th and celebrate, um, unless you're Jewish, and then I guess it already happened, it was on the 11th, happy Chanukah, I don't know, I must stop talking before I embarrass myself, but this week, we have Anthony Yerkins on. He has been our friend for a couple of years. Him and my boyfriend played together at Charlotte Rush, and one time I went out to visit them, and we went to Top Golf. and this kid kept trying to hold my hand, and I'm like, why are you holding my hand? Like, I'm here with my boyfriend. I don't know who the heck you are, so I was getting so annoyed, and I didn't see the humor in it, but of course, everyone was laughing. And then slowly this kid grew on me over time, and and now he's definitely one of my favorite of my boyfriend's friends. So here we go with Anthony Yerkins. He's currently playing at Rohr University. He blessed us with an hour of his time to give you guys a pretty funny interview, so I hope that you guys enjoy it, and let's get into it. Belly. <laughs> <laughs> what's up dude what's going on nothing much just reminiscing over the memories of anthony yurkins an uptown girl <laughs> is one of them why is that one of them is that like your fire me up game day song i don't know about game day but that song fires me up <laughs> all billy joel songs fire me up really yeah we got an anonymous question from someone What's the greatest Billy Joel song? And can you guess who asked that question? Crut Daddy. Crut Daddy did not ask it, but I like <laughs> that guess. I like that guess a lot. I'm trying to think of people from New York, man. Oh, I'll just give you a hint. Not from New York. What is the best Billy Joel song? Mm-hmm. I don't know. McCormick? Closer. Your next the, guess is going to be correct. The person. I know that. And oh, then, Grant Gallo. Oh, dude. Wrong. Fuck. <laughs> that should have been my first guess, dude. Yeah, I know, but you're getting hotter. I, I kind of colder too. I don't know. Scotty. Yep. Scotty. Yeah, Scotty. And then you got to answer the question. My favorite Billy Joel song. Can I give like my top three? Yeah, yeah you can go top three. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Uptown Girl for for sure. Yeah, for sure. Scene from Italian Restaurant. Beautiful. And oh, and Piano Man. Oh, there you go. Solid top three. How was the rest of the drive home? It was good. It stopped snowing. Was I on the phone with you guys when it was snowing? No. It snowed a bunch. Yeah, it was. It was fine. I I got home. So. What time did you get home at? Late or not bad? Seven. That's not bad. Oh, not bad at all. Yeah. No. I only stopped a couple times to piss in a bottle. <laughs> you can't do that while driving. I do, but not in the snow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, right, that's where, you, where I draw the line. You draw the line right there. If it's snowing out, you got to just pull over. Yeah. And then he writes his name and with his piss, and then he leaves his mark right there on the side of the road. So easy being Usually what I do is I go with a bottle, dump it, go in it again, and then I just leave it in my car until I stop again, dump it, go in it, dump it, go in it. Wait, why don't you just pee on the ground at that point? Because like, you get a ticket for that. Because I'm a classy you broad. You get a ticket for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. How funny. But when was the last time you were driving and saw somebody peeing on the side of the road on the highway? I mean, dude, I consistently do it. Like, on our road yeah. trip, I'll refuse to go to, like, a gas station. I just go to the side of the road. I open up both side doors, and I just pee in between them. And I don't even know if people can see me. I like to think they can't see me, but... Yeah. Um, and then, like, sometimes... Whenever I'm in the car with my dad, we do it. I just don't like to do it by myself. The first, When I was driving down to school for my freshman year, I was in Ohio, and I pulled over to the side to go in a bottle, and a cop just pulled in behind me just to see what was going on. Oh. I was like, I was like just, just stop the piss. And he was like, okay, like, drive safe. But if I was outside my car, he probably would have ripped me up. Yeah, that's true. See, that's why I open the doors, too. So, one, they can't see me, and two, if they come over, it's like, oh, I was just looking through my car for something. Like, I have a nice yeah. sandwich back here. <laughs> So, it's a strategy game. That's definitely a little bit cleaner than my my strategy. <laughs> yeah, mine gets to mine can get messy. I believe that. Jesus. All right, so where to start with Anthony Yerkins? So, are you guys just recording all of this and then you're gonna like edit it, or 
Yeah, do yeah. you want me to leave that part in? Is that too censored? I don't know what the etiquette is on that. No, I mean, whatever, you can, you can, I don't remember what we just talked about, but we were talking about peeing. <laughs> We've uh, only been on for four minutes. <laughs> I don't, whatever, it's your podcast. There's Perfect. nothing that's going to get me in trouble or someone's going to be like, this kid's a, a dick. Yeah. Yeah, this kid's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you do come off as those things. I know. Just I'm kidding. Just yeah, it's just it's from Staten Island. It comes out of your breath. How funny was that picture? I liked it. Yeah. Beautiful. I have a little bit of diasma going on. Oh, dude, shout out Blake Bennett. You guys want to uh, ask my brother a question? Yeah, let's get it. We'll, we'll ask your brother. They're, they're about to get interviewed for a podcast. What? I'm about to get interviewed for a podcast. You're about to get interviewed for a podcast? Yeah. You want to ask him a question? Yeah, we could ask him a question. <laughs> what is this for? What's up, Yerky? What's going on? How's it going? You look good today. <laughs> Thank you. All right, let's see. What's the uh, the funniest or stupidest thing you've ever seen Anthony do on the ice? Funniest or stupidest thing you've ever seen you do on the ice? Can it be roller hockey? Yeah, sure. Anything. All right. <laughs> what was it? What was it in Fort Hamilton when uh? <laughs> there was a fight. It actually might have been me. There was like there was like three guys fighting. There was a bunch of guys fighting. Yeah, and and you know, so the coaches on both benches got super serious because like it was like a non-checking league. Yeah, and my brother jumps on to the rink, takes off his jersey, and starts jumping up and down, slapping a stick on the ground, cheering <laughs> on the fight. Yeah, cheering on the fight. <laughs> my dad made me sit in the penalty box the rest of the game. No way. <laughs> and then he made and then he made him apologize to the coach after the game. <laughs> That's unreal. How funny. That was a good one. That's the juice. Yeah. That was young. Not much has changed. A couple years ago. <laughs> nah, it was it was probably like one of my first years playing roller hockey. So I was probably a bantam, I think I was, or a second year PV. Yeah. Yeah. Same size. I don't know. You were a little smaller back then? I think I was bigger. I think I shrunk. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> what was little Yurkins like? Spicy? I terrorized. <laughs> I was out of control. <laughs> Jeez. All right. And then you recently got a new nickname. Yeah, uh, Juice. The Juice. <laughs> Correct. Can you give yes. us a story on that nickname? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, last year at practice, uh, it was probably a Monday. Uh, so my, my, the boys were really dead. Uh, and there wasn't much, uh, not much energy at practice. So my coach was skating around saying that he wanted some more juice. So I just went out of control and started screaming that I was the juice and got the boys all fired up and it just stuck. So I'm the juice now. The juice. <laughs> I like that one. Have you ever had any other nicknames? Oh. Some people call me Tony. Mm -hmm. That's more like school. People at school will call me Tony. Yeah. Tony me and my roommates, Me and my roommates make up nicknames for each other all the time. We just call each other random names. That's pretty fun. I mean, my dad calls me Yerks, so. Your dad does? <laughs> yeah, my own dad calls me Yerks, so. I, wow. Doesn't yeah. that get confusing? Nah. <laughs> I know he's talking to me. <laughs> you just dominate the last name. No other brother gets it. Nah. Are you the oldest? No, I'm the middle. I have a, my brother's 25 and my sister's 19. You have here your hobbies are yoga and hanging out with friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I actually have a new hobby. It's video games. Since uh, Corona virus started, I've been playing Fortnite and NHL a lot. You're a video gamer now? I'm not going to say I'm a gamer. I'm not, a, I'm not Blake Bennett, but I like to game here and there. Maybe a, maybe an hour and a half a day, if that. Some days I go without bad. it. It's not bad at all. Wouldn't consider you a gamer. I probably can't. I can't play more than probably three, four night games in a row without wanting to throw the controller. So. Do you do it with the headphones on? You talk to people. Yeah, I've been talking to people. Are you heavy on the shit talking? On Xbox or in hot real hockey? On Both. Xbox. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I like I like the bust balls a lot, so. <laughs> I don't really remember you chirping guys much on the ice. No, I I'm a, I don't chirp. You don't? Nah. Yeah. 
I remember the probably one of the last times I chirped was the U16 year. We were playing the a team from back home that like we had a rivalry with. We played them a bunch during the year, and they had this little tiny kid on the team. I actually wound up playing with him a few years later, and we would always go at it. And I was young, was 15, 16 years old. And one day I leaned over the bench and I said, I eat burritos bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> I it was for a silly chirp because I'm not the biggest guy. He was he was tiny though, and he literally went down the ice, scored, and then skated by the bench and said, "How's your how's that burrito?" or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, I'm never chirping again, and I really haven't much since. Yeah. If someone if someone chirps at me, I'll I guess I'll defend myself, but there's, I really don't think there's much need for it. Does the level of chirping change between juniors and college? Uh, I feel like uh, you have more free range tough. in juniors, huh? Yeah, I would say in junior you have more free range and you play teams more consistently. So like in college, yeah. the most you'll play a team is twice in a season. Yeah. In junior, we'd play teams like six, eight times in one year. So like you almost know every single guy by then. And so like your chirps, I don't know. If, I wouldn't say they're more meaningful, but like – by then, you kind of know how the guy is and what ticks him off. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm also a little bit of a softie, and I feel bad sometimes when I chirp someone. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry, sorry, I take it back. <laughs> I'd rather just hit them. I don't feel I don't feel as bad when I hit them. Yeah, you are an animal. <laughs> I don't want to hurt any feelings. So the big question for Yerkes is, how did you even start playing hockey? Um, I started playing hockey because me and my brother watched the Mighty Ducks movies, and then I became the the world's biggest Paul Korea fan. Really? Oh, that's yeah. where you became the Paul Korea fan? Wow. Yep. Never knew that. Yeah. And then, look, I got his jersey right here. I know the, the viewers can't see, but it's signed. Didn't you meet him? Yeah, and I got a stick at the old Coliseum in 2007. Actually, 2006, someone gave my dad, me and my dad tickets when he was in Nashville to play the Islanders. And obviously there was no one there because both teams at the time weren't very good and Nashville wasn't as popular as they are now. So me and my dad went down to the glass for warm-ups and we just wound up sitting there all game because no one no one would say anything to us. But before the game started, uh, Barry Trotz was the coach at the time. He was out watching warm-ups and I went down and I, I asked him for an autograph. And I handed him like a, a, a crumbled up piece of paper. Trot? <laughs> yeah. And my dad, my dad was like, what's wrong with you? Turn around, give him your jersey. And he was like, oh, you're a big Paul Korea fan? And I was like, yeah, we talked for a little bit. And he was like, I'll tell you what, if we win tonight, I'll let you come into the locker room and meet Paul Korea. Wow. Yeah, so all game, me and my dad are just sitting there silently, like, <laughs> nervous, waiting for them to hopefully win. It goes into overtime, shootout. And then Paul Korea won the game in a shootout and on his birthday. Wow. And yeah, so they got off the ice and there was a bunch of like security guards hanging around by the tunnel and like everyone was trying to get over to the tunnel, like all the fans and Barry Trotz walked down the ice and he pointed to me at the security guard and was like, bring, bring Anthony and his dad down. So they walked me into the tunnel and then we went out to the locker room and he was like, give me a second. I'm going to go talk to the boys. Came out a couple minutes later and brought me in. Me and Paul Korea talked for probably like 20 minutes. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, I got the, the rest of the team to sign the jersey. I got some cool names on it. I got Tutu's on yeah, it. Yeah, is Tutu on there? I was going to ask. Yeah. And then I got Shea Weber's on it. There's oh. a bunch of guys. I, I have to take it down and really look at it to see who's on it. It's kind of a legendary jersey. Yeah, it's a nice one. Okay, so here's a plot twist for you. Trotz comes up to you and says, hey – brings you down and then says, hey, can you give the uh, post-game speech to the boys and brings you in the locker room? What are you going to say to the team? <laughs> well, I was eight at the time, so I probably wouldn't <laughs> test myself. Okay, so you're saying, say you're your age right now and he brings you in the ah, You can't do right now. Say you were 16. Well, why can't we say now? 16? Because you're, you're 22 in an NHL locker room. There's guys younger than you. They're going to be like, yo, who is yeah, this Yeah, they're going to make fun of me, actually. <laughs> yeah, so 16, they can't make fun of you. I don't know. I'd probably just say, like, hey, guys, that was a great game. And then I'd probably ask if I could skate in their practice the next day. <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably sign me through a one-day one deal. <laughs> wow. Ask for a seat in the locker room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
That's pretty sick, though. Wow, I didn't know that. That's you are a huge Korea fan. Yeah, it was. He got uh, him and Shalani were inducted to the Hall of Fame. What was it? Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. When that uh, the documentary came out, he. Uh, I remember when Scott Stevens hit him in that in that O three Stanley Cup game, and Dude. I was crying. I I thought he died. I was only he did die. I was only five years old, and I literally thought he he died on the ice. He did die. He came back to life that day, dude. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's crazy. He doesn't even even remember the end of that game, scoring that goal or game seven. That's insane. That's, yeah, so it kind of messed up, but that's the way the game was back then. Is he still your favorite, or has someone topped him now? Besides me, you can't say I've topped him. <laughs> I like. Uh, I was a. I'm a big Sean Avery fan. He doesn't play, obviously. <laughs> you follow him on Instagram. Yeah, I love him. You love his stories. Love him. <laughs> Especially see. when he's just beacon people in the city. <laughs> it's hilarious. There's nothing. He, has, he hasn't been doing it that much since he had his baby. Yeah. But, yeah, he's awesome. My favorite current players in the NHL, I know I, I play nothing like him, but I like Jack Eichel a lot. <laughs> you don't think you play like Eichel? No. Who else? I think Quinn Hughes is fun to watch. Oh, he's, dude, he's awesome. That's really all I can think of for right now, active players. Okay, and then let's get into the career of Anthony. Xavier High. Xavarian. Huh? Xavarian? Xavarian. All right. Okay, yeah. (laughs) So you go to this made-up high school name. (laughs) How was that? Was that fun? Where is that? Is that near you? It's in Brooklyn. It's it's an all-boys school. It, it was awesome. I love that school. It was, it was great. It's actually co-ed now, but... Would you send then, your kids to an all-boys school? Like, was that fun for you? Yeah, I think it was a blast. I think it was mandatory for you, because, like, his dad was just, there's no way he's going to a high school with girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents wouldn't have allowed that. <laughs> no, but, like... Gotta keep that the, innocent. I guess the things that you worry about going to college when you have to go uh, see girls and whatnot you don't have to worry about what you wear and you can fart in class you can... <laughs> well it's just the guys being guys so it's like the locker room yeah that it would be cra- i feel like classrooms would be just crazy yeah it was there were times where it was a little bit out of control we had a lot of fun yeah honestly <laughs> i wasn't a troublemaker i, I was i was good in school wait was. really yeah you would not consider yourself At least I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get caught doing anything <laughs> yeah that's I just... the key I just feel like you're a guy who would, like, almost a class clown guy who would just at least be somewhat funny in the classroom. Yeah, but nothing that was going to get me in trouble. Never got in trouble. No, if, if I was going to make, if I was going to be the class clown, the teacher was probably going to laugh at it too. Okay. And so did you ever have, like, one moment in high school that you did get in trouble? Well, I missed, like, I don't know, my junior year, I probably missed, like, 55 days of school. So they weren't happy about that. I got in some trouble about that. No, I wasn't. I'm not a. I wasn't a troublemaker in school. Never really got caught cheating. Never got caught cheating. Um, I like how you put never got caught cheating. Like never cheated. Nope, never got caught. (laughs) Yeah, it just never happened. If you didn't get caught, it didn't happen, right? Like no, I'm. I never cheated either. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Never cheated either. (laughs) Jeez. All right, and then the New Jersey hitman. I don't know if I've heard of him. Yeah, the New Jersey Hitman. I have that jersey hanging up right there. Was it hard having like a heavy chest? Um, it was actually I was actually really happy to get that that year. Yeah, I was the yeah I was the last guy to make the team, and they gave me an A, so that was cool. That is pretty sick. Good group of guys too. What? So that is sick. Yeah. And then on to the Charlotte Rush. Charlotte Rush, baby. What were your thoughts when you're going to Charlotte, North Carolina to play junior? So, like going back to the the Hitmen, that's obviously on the uh, Northeast, and there's a lot of teams on the Northeast. <clears throat> and then they had uh, they started the NCDC thing. So most of my buddies that <clears throat> I knew from home that I played AAA with were nobody knew what the Charlotte was Rush was. I I only really knew it was because yeah, Geary was there the year before and he played with my best friend Obi at the Bobcats. So when I didn't make the Hitmen's uh, NCDC team, 
uh, my buddy Obi reached out to Yaz and was like, hey, my buddy might want be interested in the rush. So then creditors uh, called me and we talked about it. But, I mean, I had really no clue what was going to happen. I had no clue what it was going to be like. I followed you guys on Twitter and then I saw you guys won the championship and just the way that you guys were treated that year when you won and how nice the facility was and all that. So I was, I was pumped. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wait, this might be a dumb question because I don't know juniors too, too well. I, aren't you kind of like old for the NCDC? Like, didn't that come after you guys finished playing at Rush or no? No. Like, was that a thing and then it became free? No, his first year of junior that he played junior was the first year the NCDC was a thing. Oh, okay. So it was my second year junior, his first, was when the NCDC, like, when they switched up all the leagues and stuff, and, like, they pretty much didn't do anything except switch the names. Okay. Because it used to be Premier Elite and USP3, and then they just switched it to NCDC Premier Elite. So it's yeah. always been there, it's just, for some reason, they felt... They just changed the name and whatever. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And I got a good one here. So we have... During training camp in Charlotte, it was... Oh, that was the toughest training camp in the country, probably. <laughs> <laughs> for, for at any level. So, <laughs> so we're all there, and we all had to meet at the YMCA. Remember where we played roller hockey? Mm-hmm. We all had to meet there, and it was like just the standard, like, be there 15 minutes early. And so we're all there, and Yerkes isn't there yet. And at the time, he had his beloved car. What was your car's name? Kathy. 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 This you gotta explain the car. It was a it was a nineteen ninety three Toyota Camry, missing hubcaps, missing door handle, <laughs> and half so, off muffler, overheated. This thing is seven months out of the year. He loved it though. Yeah. This was his baby, and so the whole organization, because it's both teams, is there. I don't no think, conditioning. The, no. I don't think everyone was there yet. But I remember was there. He was going through attendance. I was late. Yeah, and so Yerks comes cruising into the Y, blaring music <laughs> with his windows down, late, just smiling away, <laughs> driving his car. Everyone's like, Yo, I don't think I was smiling because I saw I saw everyone on the on the grass sitting there, and I saw the coaches there, and I said I knew I was going to be in some trouble. I think he just felt bad at me because he. Because he saw my car, he was like, he's had enough punishment in his life. <laughs> and so Yerk just came cruising up. But well, I remember you, you came in pretty hot there, though. What way? Just being late that day? Oh, my phone went off one morning. Yeah. Two hiccups. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't the last of <laughs> the them. Start. But... Just start. Oh, that's so funny. That was. You think the rest training camp is harder than your college one? Yeah, I mean, there's really not much of a training camp in college. It's just we start and start working out. So yeah, yeah, no, Crowther's is pretty like, like preseason though. Yeah, the not only, even close. The only camp I could think about that was harder, or not probably not harder, but as hard as the rush training camp was just a sleepaway camp I went to. It was a a week long at Merrimack College. It was my probably my first time that I left home. But it was one week of all skating. There was no pucks. We maybe p- touched pucks twice. And it was three sessions on ice a day, two, an hour and a half, maybe two hours, and then three off ices. And we were up at five, eight, four forty-five to 5, and we didn't stop until like 9 p.m. That is absurd <laughs> for a sleepaway camp. Was, yeah, it was all skating. So that was probably the toughest camp I've been to. Did you go back? That was, that was also a long time ago, so those guys didn't really, uh, they weren't very easy on us. <laughs> really? Not much breaks. Yeah, it was tough. It was a tough camp. That, yeah, that's a lot on the body. And then, so you came back the next year to Charlotte, right? Yep. And then you left for Corpus halfway through the year? Yes. Gotcha. And how was Corpus? Corpus was unreal. Yeah, it was unreal. I wish I could have played on that team. That would have been so fun. Was it weird? Because, like, they brought a lot of Rush guys with him, right? To yeah, Corpus. Yeah, so yeah. was there, like, any, like, it wasn't weird between you guys and, like, the people that were already there? Not when I was there. I don't know how it was in the beginning. I'm sure the Rush guys came in and did their thing, and mm-hmm. everybody else was probably a little bit upset about it, which is normal and, I guess, fine. And that's the way it probably should have been because that was the culture that was supposed to be set there. Yeah. But uh, when I was there, it was the, the guys there were awesome. Everyone 
collect together. It was a great group, and I miss those guys. Those guys were great. Do you fight when you're in the North American League? I did a couple <laughs> times, three times. You fought three times. How'd they go? The first one was wasn't really a fight. Second one, I uh, <laughs> it looks really bad for me, but I I I was covering my face, so I didn't get too I didn't get beat up too bad. That one went on for a while. There was it was a line brawl, so the refs were running around to break it up. And I remember after I like I got up and I just like I thought I was facing one way and I was just facing the completely opposite direction. I had no clue what was going on. <laughs> and then uh, the third one was was a good one, but uh, my shoulder popped out. So I don't think you're a fighter. Nah. <laughs> you can do the I'll juice. Do, I'll do it, but yeah, I'm not a I'm fighter a, either. I'm a lover. Yeah. I've only had, like, one, and I don't even think it was considered a fight, but I just got Bambi-legged. That was insane. And then to Aurora. I remember it was our first, my first showcase with the Rush in Chicago. After the game, I met with the coach, Coach uh, Jason Bloomingberg, and he took me and Tyler Barrow on a visit. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... We run right after the game. I remember me and you were rooming together that weekend. Me, you, Mac, and Scotty. Oh, my God. That was – yeah, because that was the last week before Yaz came back. And I was that, actually upset when I went on the visit because we had all day to hang out at the hotel. Dude, <laughs> that hotel room was insane. Really? Like, yeah. insane. Like, you – you. oh, my God. There was no pregame naps. No. Like, it was you just – You weren't allowed to. You weren't allowed to. Like, it was – an all-out riot in our room. Like, I'm pretty and sure we had a food fight. We weren't falling asleep until probably 3.30. No, oh we would gosh. sit there in bed, turn off all the lights, and then, guys, we'd just start talking. And then, like, chirp, And talk. then start throwing stuff, and then... <laughs> yeah, then throw pillows at the other guys, and then, like... It was mayhem. <laughs> yeah. But the visit went well. Yeah, uh, yeah, me, me and Tyler went. You guys know Tyler, obviously. Yeah. Uh, character. Uh, yeah. I was pretty much sold when I saw the campus. It's a it's a beautiful campus, and uh, I l- I like the fact that it was in the NCHA. I think that that's the probably the toughest conference in college hockey for D three. So that by, was by a, toughest. What do you mean? I think it's the most competitive. See, I mean that's what every kid thinks though of their league. Yeah, of course, but that's why I chose to go there. Yeah, and then I like the fact that it was in. Illinois, and it was pretty close to Chicago, so I had a chance to see another big city and live close to there. I never really explored much of the Midwest. I was able to live in the South for a little bit, so I thought that that would be cool. I mean, the car rides home aren't cool in the snow. Yeah, no, that's I talking to you guys yesterday. How, how far is it? Uh, 14 hours drive. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's like just to the range where it's like, okay, it's doable, but I would like to fly. But. Yeah, the thing, I usually fly, but then I don't have a car at break, and then... Yeah. But this is a long break. We have about a month and maybe six weeks, maybe. So I was able to bring home a hockey bag and as much clothes as I needed and everything, so... When are you uh, supposed to go back? Uh, after Christmas. Right now, they're saying that we're going to start in end of January, so... Well, practices starting, I guess, January 1st or the 3rd, maybe. Please. So do you think that you're going to have a season? I guess it's up to – I know the, the cases have been going up again, especially in Chicago. Chicago dude. Right now. I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's just going to come up to the price of the testing and how many schools want to do it and that kind of stuff. Gotcha. What are the teams in your conference? Because Robert Morris is the only other team I can think of. Well, Lake Forest is also in Illinois. Robert Morris. Robert Morris. Is that, that not in Illinois? That's the club team. Oh, that, that's just a club team? Yeah. So Wait, we have... is there two Robert Morrises? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. But I was thinking that it was an actual team. And then I know Lake Forest. What else is in Illinois? Who do you guys yeah. play? So it's us, Lake Forest is in Illinois, and then there's Trine... St. Norbert, Adrian, Marion, Finlandia. Oh my god, quite a few. MSOE. Oh yeah. Have you played yeah, there yet? That rink's actually pretty nice. Uh, unfortunately, I, I didn't get to make that trip. But yeah, I, I know it's a nice rink. How were the playoffs with Corpus Christi? Were they intense? 
yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun hockey. I wish we could have won that, that uh, series, but... How far did you guys make it? We lost game five in the first round. What? Wait, was it a five-game series? Yeah. What did say? Anything? Or was he just like, <laughs> that's, that's that? Uh, what did he say? Nah, I mean... Any, would, uh, I can't remember what he said, Dill. <laughs> it was definitely sad. It was, it wasn't a, it wasn't a happy speech. It was a sad speech. <laughs> I feel like you can remember what that guy says. Okay. What is your favorite hockey moment? My favorite hockey moment? Yeah. As a player? Oh, as a coach. Well, I don't know. Maybe a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a player. Like for you personally, what's your, Okay, my favorite hockey moment from personal. Yeah, now you're wishing we would have won that second year, huh? Yeah, that definitely would have would be my favorite moment if we won. I think my I would have to say when I was playing for when I was playing Double A youth, I was playing for the New York Stars, and I won. We won the championship three years in a row for our league. It was the Long Island Hockey League. Wow. So I think, yeah. That's pretty good. Damn, so you came pretty close two years, both years with your juniors, huh? And winning. No. Yeah. Corpus, you guys weren't very close. I mean, we were close to winning the first round. <laughs> Did you guys get a medal for that or what? No. You did actually, you got hurt during um, my second year in Charlotte, your first, right? Yes. You did pretty well that year, huh? 18 points in 27 games. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Except one guy had one more point than you, and it was Scott Aaron. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Scotty. Scotty. Yeah, good for him. Good no, for him. facts. Puck moving D. Yeah. It was probably, the, all of his points probably came from my four check. Yeah, that's just facts. Just a hard four check. Yeah. And then, if you could pick any era to play hockey in, what era would you pick? So, like, you have the modern day, you have, like, the 80s, the startup of hockey, like, any. Like, if you could pick one era, say, to play it, like, NHL. Say you were going to play in the NHL. One era to play in the NHL, which era would you pick? I would say probably from, like, around 98 when I was born to probably, like, 2010. Yeah. Is that an era? How long is that? I don't know. Yeah, that's an era. I would say that's an era. Like, uh, what what year did Crosby come in the league? Like, 05, 06, 03 maybe? Dude, I feel like I should know this. I don't know. He came the year after the lockout. I know that. I'm Googling it. 2005. That was close. What I think I probably think? guessed that. I think I guessed every number around it besides that. Yeah. <laughs> How many points do you think Crosby had in his rookie season? I know he had it. Shit ton of penalty minutes. He did. I don't know how many points did he have. 102 as a rookie. I was going to guess 100. That would have been a good guess. How crazy. Okay, here's a question for you. If you had to create, mm, let's do like the first line. So five people and a goalie. What would be your dream team for you and people that you've played with? People you've played with, so not NHLers? Not NHLers, no. People i played with. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> I would, that would be the center. And then I would play wing with, I feel like I have to say Tyler Dill, right? <laughs> I, I mean, you don't have to. You don't to. have to. <laughs> okay, let me think here. My goalie would be Sam Best. Wait, Dude, where best. did he play with you at? The Rush. Oh, okay, gotcha. He was, he was in Corpus the same year as me, but he went to AIC before I got there. Oh, really? Yeah. So you didn't even play with him at Corpus? Mm, no. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, so, uh, Sam Best would be my, my starter. On D, I would have, I played with a kid on the Hitman named Ty Schaefer. I'm not, I'm not sure if, where he is right now or if he's still playing, but he was, he was super slick. It was fun, he was a ton of fun to watch. He was the fenceman. He actually played on the, the Monarchs the year we beat them at the Rush. At Mary Mack. Schaefer. I don't remember him. Yeah. I don't remember anyone though when I play. And then my other defenseman would be, and then I would put, my other defenseman would be Anthony Furiolo. He's playing at Army now. He was on my team at Corpus. New Jersey guy. He also played uh, at the Hitman the year before I was there. The dog wants in on the lineup. Yeah, is that going to, you're going to hear my dog on the, on the podcast? 
Yeah, but we'll work around it. And then at forward, I would play with, I would have Blake Bennett with me. Oh. I would just, I would try to get him the puck. Yeah. Or I would get, I would, I would play with, uh, and then I would have Tyler Barrow. And I would, I would forecheck, and then I let Barzi give, uh, Bennett the passes, and then I would, then I would just do all the scoring for us. That's a good lineup right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you talk about a bickering line, like a forward line. Yeah. When that line would get to the bench, they would yell at each other in between their entire shifts and they would all go out there and score. Like that. Really? <laughs> that is the perfect example. Yeah. How crazy. Wait, so did you guys run that line then at, uh, no? Oh, Barzi just bickers with everyone he plays with. <laughs> and Yerkes would just give it back to him and then Benny would just. But I mean, I'm not a, I don't ever argue with my teammates. If Barzy was to say something to me on the bench, I'd probably tell him to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> How funny. Oh, that's a good lineup, though. Well, because whatever was coming out of his mouth probably wouldn't have been very good. If you told me to do something, I'd probably listen. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to the nonsense that Barzy likes to spew out. Jeez. How do you uh, like your team at Aurora? Oh, uh, I like them a lot. The guys are The guys are great. Last year, I was able to live with... Six guys, not including myself, so seven guys. Uh, two of them are seniors. One of them was the captain. So that was awesome. Yeah, they're they're all really good guys. We have a lot of fun. That's awesome. What's been your favorite thing there so far? I think just getting being back in school and like the social aspect of it. You feel more like a like a human in society. Opposed to being a junior hockey player. And being isolated with just your team and the same yeah. five girls. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you living now? Not with those same, like, senior guys, right? No, I actually lived with this. My first semester, I lived with two, three freshmen because of everything that's going on with COVID. Some guys weren't able to come back. And we actually lost our house from last year. So there were three uh, empty bedrooms for me and my other three roommates. So we each took a Canadian freshman room for the semester because they can't come back yet. Mm-hmm. So I live with three freshmen the first semester. Next semester is up in the air right now, depending on what happens. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. All right. Now I think we got to get into some story time because you're a guy who just always has some crazy stories. <laughs> Should we just start with the, the first one of how you ended up in Florida after we lost? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good one. <laughs> So, offline to the season, obviously. And then, we'll get back to Charlotte. <clears throat> uh, boys are hanging out all week. We have our exit meetings. And then, uh, after the exit meeting, I remember it was me, Big Mac, Dill, Scotty Aaron, and Grant Gallo came back to my billet house. And, uh, we were playing hockey in the garage. And you guys were talking about going to Florida. And obviously you guys were including me in the conversation, but I told you guys that I had to work that weekend. I was going to dog sit for <clears throat> my Bella family's friends. I dog sit a couple times for those, that family. And my car was also not working. So when you guys invited me, I said, guys, I, I really can't come. I, I'm out of money. I got to work this weekend and I, I got to try to get my car home. And you guys would not take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no way. Like- I remember, I was like, guys, seriously, I, I can't. I, I gotta work. I have no money. And Dill said, and I quote, we don't care if you don't have any money. We just want you to come. We will spot you. So, so I, I called the, the, the family I was supposed to dog sit for and I said, hey, I, I was invited to Florida with a couple of my buddies. Um, is it okay if you guys find a different dog sitter? Yeah, no problem. So I, I tell you guys, yeah, boys, I'm in. So we plan to, I know you and Scotty drove Mac's car down and then it was me, Grant and, and Mac in Scotty's car driving down the next day. And I showed up, Mac picked me up early in the morning and I got in the car with a bag of like probably six sandwiches and like probably 12 bottles of water because I literally had no money to eat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just made sandwiches for the trip? <laughs> so I made a shit ton of sandwiches. And like, we, we started driving down and I was like, yeah, Mac, I'll, uh, can't pay for gas, so I'll just take your portion of the driving. <laughs> 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 so I literally 
had no money. You guys didn't realize. I literally had no money. And then I remember we went out. No, you first. showed us your bank account because I was like, yo, <laughs> you're – because you know how every junior player claims, like, oh, I don't have money. I don't have money. Like, and <laughs> – Yurks like showed us and he had like, like less than $5. He's like, boys, like, no, I actually don't have money. Like, there's nothing I can buy in Florida. I can't even make it to Florida. That's a so we were time. like, yo, we'll spot you. And I remember the first night out. We, we <laughs> alternated nights. Who would spot him? Really? <laughs> yeah. So those are me good friends. Me having no money, no car, I decided to go to Florida. <laughs> yeah. Great decision. Yeah. My dad was super happy with me. How could you not? <laughs> it was worth it, though. It was totally worth it. And I, I, I send you guys, uh, I send you guys drinks here and there. <laughs> he, he sent us what this summer he did. Out of nowhere, what you sent each guy like ten bucks. Really? Yeah. Venmoed us in the middle of summer, ten bucks. <laughs> Said I, I told you boys I wouldn't forget <laughs> ten bucks. I was like, what, what an animal! Like that's unreal. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. And, uh, I mean, if you guys would have just taken no for an answer, I wouldn't have came. Yeah, but we needed you there. Even though you fell asleep on the beach for multiple hours one time, we needed you there. Yeah, that was a great, great You, I, I think I remember you coming up to me when it was Scotty's night to cover you. And you're like, yo, I'm just going to rack this one up. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Ugh. We were walking out. That's really awful. <laughs> yeah, but it was funny. Like, it's still funny. And we're, so we're leaving this bar after one night. And Yerk's the same thing. Like, so he, he knew he didn't want to rack guys' bills up, except for Scotty's, I guess. But I don't even know if he did that. I was probably just joking when I said that to you. Yeah. And so we were, like, pre-gaming to go to a bar. Yeah. Yeah, I was a, I was more of a pre-game guy that weekend. I wasn't drinking much at the, at the bars. And so we had this, like, it was a cannonball of Captain Morgan. Okay. And this kid just sat there crushing the entire thing. And this <laughs> was the most horrid, like, I mean, not, not the most horrid, but it was just like, you would take a shot and you would be like, chills, like you wouldn't want another. And then he was like, yo, I'm, I can't buy more. So he was just slugging this thing down. Barzy, oh, Barzy would like to make a VIP uh, question for you. Apparently, Barzy's having a life crisis. So, well, Tyler is going no. to take that. Well, you tell me your best, mm, best story from the Hitman, since I know absolutely nothing about that. My best story from the Hitman yes. was. I don't know how much of a story it is, but it was our trip. We took a trip to Calgary. We left Christmas Day and we came back uh, January 2nd. So we were there for a little bit over a week. And it was the Max tournament. Uh, it's a pretty big tournament in Canada. It's kind of like the, the Quebec PB Cup for Midget. And it was in Calgary. And we went and we were all 18. So we were able to go out a little bit. And we played awful that week. We went on four. But uh, I was able to see uh, – it was my first time in Canada, too. Mm-hmm. I was able to see Canada. I was able to see the part of the, uh, Calgary and Banff. It was awesome. So we had a lot of fun that week. That's awesome. Do you yeah. think that you want to keep playing after college? I think I do, depending on what offers I guess I, I'm able to get. Or I think going to Europe would be really cool, playing somewhere in Europe. It would be so cool. Have you thought about where you would want to go? France seems cool. Sweden seems really cool. I know both of those countries have tons of leagues. I know there's a summer league in Australia that sounds like that would be a lot of fun. I know, and it seems like the leagues in European countries pay a lot better than here. You I know, don't really know too much about it, but yeah. that's what I've heard from depending on the league and whatnot. Right, like compared to being in the East Coast or like the Southern Professional, it just seems like if you want to make money with it, you have to go abroad. Yeah. Wait, so did you and Blake live together? I remember, vaguely remember him telling you that you and him were like billet brothers or something. Um, I wasn't put in his billet house, but uh, my billet mom wasn't home very often. So I just, I got super close with his billets and they basically adopted me and they had a, an extra bed that I put in. Uh, there was another guy there, Jake Stella, uh, who was an absolute legend. Yeah. Uh, 
he's a great guy. So I was able to really kind of live with him and Blake, and we had a ton of fun. I had a, I put a mattress on the floor in, in Stella's room, and uh, I think Bennett was a little bit jealous that I did that, actually. <laughs> he was a little butthurt that I put the bed in, uh, in his bed in, in his room instead of uh, Bennett's. So we had a lot of fun. We, that house had uh, a lot of arguments over TV and over naps and whatnot. Yeah. How funny. And that was in Texas? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Where was your favorite place to play so far? Like your favorite uh, program? Charlotte, for sure. Really? Yeah. What would be your advice for, like, people that are just going into college, like freshmen? <laughs> it's not a party all the time. It's schoolwork. Uh, it will – you will start to fail if you don't stay on top of your schoolwork. Yeah. But if you if you, if you you give the bare minimum, you will do fine. Try to do more than the bare minimum. I think as, this, as the two years have gone on, I've gotten more uh, serious about my schoolwork. I don't know if I'd say serious, but not as lackadaisical. Yeah, so you have to time everything out. You can't, you have to make sure your schoolwork's done before practice or after practice. And then if you have a lot of schoolwork due Monday or Sunday, you probably shouldn't be going out on the weekend until you get your schoolwork done. So that's just some advice. Yeah. Is college hockey all that it was uh, expected to be for you? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's like the level is higher than most people would think. Yeah, it's, I think it's super fast, and a lot of big boys uh pretty physical. So, yeah, it's, it's tough. How was your first college game? Do you remember? My first college game was actually really good. Yeah. I, yeah, I had an assist. My team gave me a player of the game. That was awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then what about your first collegiate goal? My first college goal was... Yeah. It was our first home games, and my dad actually came to town, and he was able to watch my his first games of me playing college in person, and I scored on the uh, in the Saturday night game against Concordia, I want to say, or maybe St. Lawrence, I think it was St. Lawrence. Uh, yeah, it was on the power play. Coach put me out there. <laughs> I guess he knew my dad was there. He put me in front of the net, and my teammate Danny O'Donnell is defenseman. Wheeled around the net and just put it on my tape right in front, and I had a an empty net to put it in. Hell yeah! Give me the funniest bus story that I can put <laughs> on the podcast, so nothing too. Uh, the funniest bus story. I don't know if I can give you one story, but I know, like after a sweep at, with the rush, the bus rides were out of control. <laughs> like the, the area was on full belt for. Whether it was a two-hour drive from Raleigh or a 25-hour drive from Chicago, if we swept that weekend, the, the radio was on the entire time. And it was – if I had my Beats headphones on, I could still hear the bus radio or the step <laughs> over my headphones. Like, it was out of control. And the guys were – it was always playing jokes and just making each other laugh, whatnot. A lot of fun. <laughs> what happened? Can't tell you guys. <laughs> Okay. Well, I can't interview. Uh huh. You have well, actually, you have to tell me two things, or else I can't finish the interview. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. The first thing is how where did my serious nickname come from? <laughs> and the second thing is what happened with Barzy. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll tell you, Mister Serious, but I I literally can't tell you about Barzy. I'm sorry, dude. Mister Serious. Oh yeah, that was Jimmy O'Kane. Because I was like, yo, dude, he's like, yeah, man, Chicago will be pretty fun. Like, we'll be able to see Yerkes and stuff. And I was like, yeah, it'll be fun. He's like, but Yerkes is like Mr. Serious now. He's not going to hang out with us. He's probably just going to leave anyway. And I was like, why is he even being Mr. Serious? And he's like, dude, that's just who he is now. He's not the same. He's just Mr. Serious. That's pretty funny. And you did leave, so I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know what we would have done in Chicago anyway. Like, so. You guys would have came to my uh, my house. Doesn't your whole house have COVID? <laughs> we would have figured something out. <laughs> <laughs> Worn like hazmat suits. <laughs> Would we like to do the Instagram questions? Sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Who, who, who asked them? No, you got to guess who asked them. Oh, yeah, okay. we could do that. I don't want to know until after I answer it. Okay. So... Hey, Yerks, tell us how much playing for Charlotte got you ready to play in NC 
NCAA hockey? I think that the the rush not only helped me on the ice but off the ice, uh, just like making me more of a man. I was definitely a little bit immature when I came to the rush. I think I'm still a little bit immature, <laughs> but I think that I grew so much as a person and player. I think that the way they they run the program or the way Ryan runs the program um, with the puddle and the off ice, uh, I think it's the best place to develop. We had so much opportunity to get on the puddle and work with our skills coaches, and uh, I think that that helped a ton. Yeah. All right, do you want to guess who asked that? <laughs> Crothers. <laughs> That's no. So funny. no. Good guess, though. That's not a Crothers question. That's too straightforward. Remember? No. I don't think you're going to guess this one. Is it a player or a coach? Player. player. I don't know. Who was it? Eric Hershot. He probably could have got that one. Uh, probably not. All right. The next one is – this one's going to be a hard question. I don't know if I can ask it, but uh, how many kills? I asked that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Good job so far. I thought that was the funniest thing on the planet. I was at the park, and I saw that. I was like, wow, this guy's hilarious. Okay. The next one. What's the wingspan of your ears? <laughs> Big. You just know that. Yeah, he knows that one. That's easy. <laughs> can you send the question back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but you can text him. Oh, I'll, ask, I'll ask him how big his head is. <laughs> so what size helmet do you wear, Macker? This size is massive. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then we already went over the other one. What's the best Billy Joel song? Uh, I'm going to give my top three. <laughs> you already did it, you clown. <laughs> what else is on your pregame playlist? My pregame playlist has, has no Billy Joel. It is 50 Cent. It is – there's some Jay-Z on there. There is some Foo Fighters on there. There's some Motley Crue in there. And there's some kiss in there. So a lot of the rock and roll, old throwbacks. Yeah, some old rap and some rock and roll. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I like that. Ethan just explained to me the other day what the Jar Jar Binks mask was. Yo, they still have it. (laughs) I know, that's awesome. It's missing teeth now and stuff. The same things that we used to do there and say there, they have to be doing the same stuff. Dude, it's like identical. Like, because yeah. I was there for two weeks and everything is like identical. Like I was, so I skated with Elite and Premier, and so Premier was warming up playing two, and I was on the ice and I look over and the kid who won is fucking lifting the ball, <laughs> and I was like, everything. I was like, wow. That's awesome. They definitely still go to Hibachi. Dude, so they don't really. You know, my second year, nobody wanted to go. Yeah. And I. Ice. I'm telling you right now, the championship team went twice a week last year. <laughs> I, dude, I was there and I was like, yo, Hibachi today? And they were like, oh, we don't go there anymore. That place is disgusting. That is gross. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, dude, I'm taking my brother and his roommate. So we went and they're like, this place is unbelievable. I was like, dude, yeah. you, you can't beat it. No, it's, it's literally disgusting, but it's also, I would go every time you guys asked. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, the Hibachi, I don't think the Hibachi is that gross. No, it's, it's just like, the atmosphere is a little gross. Oh, yeah. You see the guys mucking like 10 crawdads or crawfish and yeah. stuff? <laughs> Sucking their heads out. Wait, but did you ever get freak of the week? No, I don't think so. No. no. Do you have any traditions like that with your college team? We don't do we do not do court, but I'll try to think of something funny we do. You guys don't do court? No. There's really not enough time with our class schedule. We're pretty much in the locker room for before, and then we're out as fast as possible to get to class. It sucks. I hate that about college. We had it. We had it on our girls' team, and then the girls were getting too sensitive and, like, getting all mad. So our coach, like, banned it for a while. Like, it's freaking court. Get over it. I know last year our cap that it's pretty tough for college kids to be paying for anything. Yeah. Imagine being a freshman with rookie blankets. You got to pay 25 bucks the next week at court. Yeah, this does talk. So what is something funny that your team does? Or, like, traditions? It doesn't have to be funny. Try to think of something. I don't know. I think that we just have a funny group. Like, 
same with any team. Everyone, all hockey guys are pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who is your team clown? Who's the locker room clown? I'm definitely up there. <laughs> um, I, it might just be me. Really? I mean, we have a we have a lot of clowns, but I like to joke around a lot. Who's the? Uh... You pull pranks or no? Like, not really. Really. Uh, some pranks. I like uh, the pranks. I like doing pranks, especially now, because no one knows it's me. But I've only really done them to Barzy and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, I, so, because in junior, if you would do stuff to him, he would freak out. Yeah. So, we got new sticks the other day. Would you cut it? No, I, that would, that's a little aggressive, but. <laughs> Bad in college. So, he, uh, like, he was out of sticks from last year completely, so he's been using our assistant coach's backup stick. He probably has them all in his garage back home, too. No, dude, because the way this kid treats sticks, like, he just goes through them. Like, after we got our new sticks, that day, he took, like, 300 one-timers after practice. <laughs> and I was – and, it, like, that's why he go he goes through sticks fast. But yeah. uh so as soon as – at the time, he was using, like, a Stamkos curve, and it was our assistant coach's backup, so, like, he was pissed, right? So I was got to the rink and no one else was there yet. So I was like, okay, no one will know who it was. And so I took his sticks out of his stall and I hid them in the shower curtain so you couldn't find them. And uh, he comes in and he's like, oh, new sticks. Walks over to his stall. He goes, oh, I guess I don't get sticks right now with the team. And I was like, oh, like, and I'm like in my stall laughing. He's crushed. And he goes, wait. He's like, Dill, you hid my sticks, didn't you? And I was like, no, why would I do that? And he's like, I know you did it. And I was like, damn, dude. And then so he looked, and then he's like, honestly, I, I know it was you. Like, I'm not going to freak out anymore. And I was like, ah, they're in the shower. But he couldn't find him. I, you would have been my first guest, too. Yeah. But I don't, know if, I don't know if you ever really pranked me. No, I only prank guys I know I can get a good reaction out of. Yeah. Like, I remember one time I got someone, I saw a cup under my bucket, and I took the cup, and I dumped it on my head, and yeah. I started screaming. Yeah, like, see, like, that's, it, completely, you're no longer a target. Mm-hmm. But then you have, like, Demo, who does it, and he's screaming the whole practice. Like, he's pissed, <laughs> and it's like, okay, let's do that again. Like, it's all reaction. Put in his ice skate. <laughs> Dude, yeah. So our skates would sit upside down. Yeah. Someone shoved two cups of water in his skates, so when he grabbed his skates and flipped them over, it dumped in his entire skate. Uh, that was messed Huh? That was messed up. That was? Was it you? No. I know, I thought he said that was me for a second. I was like, oh. No, no. I never, I just said I never pranked. I never, I was never a pranker. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that one was pretty far past the line, especially because we had practice, like, in probably 20 minutes. and. Mm. And his skate had a, an ocean in it. I know, yeah. <laughs> Who's the toughest person on your team, the enforcer? Um, can I speak myself again? <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We have two twins from Alberta on our team. Identical twins. And they are brick shit houses. They're really? so... Yeah. They're not, they're not super tall. They maybe like have an inch or two on me, but they're so strong. Who's the most likely to go the furthest in hockey? On my team right now? Yeah. There's a few guys I think could go pretty far. Um, we have a lot of good guys on my team. I know one guy I came in last year with, <clears throat> Adam Keys. Uh, he actually led the team as a freshman in points. He's really good. Just like the way he thinks the game is so much better than everybody else. Like He's not super flashy. But he's really smart, and he gets a ton of points. And then there's one of my roommate, two of my roommates. One of them, Rob Baranovskis. He's from Latvia. He actually played in World Juniors three years ago against McDavid and Barzell. He was playing for Team Latvia. He won. He won a championship at Shreveport. And wait, what's his name? Robert Baranovskis. Yeah, because Shreveport's coach was Latvia's coach. Yes. There was two kids on the team from there, but like when you watch when you watch him skate or shoot, he looks like a professional hockey yeah. player. He's so like fundamentally sound. And then, do you have a question for someone on his team? No. Okay, what were you gonna ask? Are you a superstitious guy? 
I'm more of like, I think I am, but say one day I show up to the rink and for some reason I can't do my routine, I'll just make a new one and tell myself that it's, I have a new routine. Yeah, like you're more <laughs> routine than you are superstition. Yeah. I didn't think you were very superstitious. No. I feel like it's almost like a disadvantage to, to be. Because then if you I can't do like, your stuff, you're like thrown off. I feel like you can change yourself too. Like Yeah. I'm a, I believe in that. Dude, you can. I don't know. I've, yeah. I think the guys who play the best are the guys who like just, I don't know. I, it's, it's such a fine line to like draw where like you're, you're not being superstitious, but like you do the same routine. Like I wouldn't even like, I'm pretty sure like Crosby has like the same peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something, same time. Yeah. But I don't really think that's superstition because he does it and he knows it works. You know what I mean? Yeah, as long as you're just doing it because you're like, but this I'm sure, like, helps, I, but not this is, like, going to make me win. Because then if you don't do it, then you're like, shit, like, now I can't win. I think it's more of just, like, to prepare your mind. Yeah, 100%. What's your pregame routine? I like to get there, like, two and a half to three hours early. Try to stop at Starbucks on the way. Large black coffee. Get to the ring, drink it. Throw in some sunflower seeds. Take my sticks, go to the bathroom. Uh, and then I go warm up. After warm up at the team, I do my own little warm up. Then I do I play one or two games of Sioux, never more than two. And then I go back to the locker room, some more sunflower seeds, and get ready for the game. Big stadium I, guy. I write my right gear on first, so right skate, right shin pad, right elbow pad. Yeah, so he just gets those on, then he comes and, back, and then I put everything else on. <laughs> <laughs> So he'll walk around the locker room with just those three pieces of gear on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually go helmet, shoulders, jersey on first. Yeah, I've seen that before. Find my skates or my gloves on. You ever seen the guys who get undressed pants first? Pants, shinnies, skates, and then they're just standing there with just their uppers on? I do that sometimes just to make people laugh. It's, it's ridiculous. I'm like, what are you doing? It doesn't make sense. All right, any finishing questions? Yeah, Yerks, give us some of your stories, dude. Give us... And it doesn't have to be drinking. Not every story has to be a drinking story. Like, you've definitely had something crazy happen with you. When I was, I have, this is like, that has nothing to do with hockey. When I was, I want to say two or three, my parents bought brand new couches for the house. And they ordered them, came to the house one day. They put them in the house, got them through the doors, whatever. And a couple hours later, I decided to go into the kitchen and grab maple syrup and cover the couches and maple syrup just covered them <laughs> oh my god dude <laughs> yeah i was out of control how pissed were they oh my goodness they tell that story a lot do you ever try and relive that in college now <laughs> could you imagine like right before you leave college you just drench the couch yeah. my roommate you're very happy with me it's something I could see you doing, though, still. I think you'd think it's funny at the time and be like, ah, maybe it wasn't, but it still is. I do some foolish stuff still. Oh, everyone does. Yeah. I, when you guys were asking about pranks, I probably pull more pranks, like, living with guys than I do. Um, at the rink? Yeah, at the rink. Yeah. I believe that. It's easier, and you know those guys, like, at a, like a deeper, personable level. You know how much they could take, and... Yeah. That's it, just the uh, three-year-old maple syrup master. Do you want more? That one my brother told was a, was a good one. I was screaming around with my jersey off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you play a lot of roller hockey? I do. I actually just went to Hockey Monkey today. I got Mars Blades, so I'm getting them put on. And then I'm playing a tournament on Sunday with some of my friends. Oh, really? Um, yeah. That's sick. I, just, I think it's for it's a cancer benefit tournament, so it should be a lot of fun. I just got my first roller hockey invite to a tournament. Really? Yeah. Do you want to get a squad in the summer? Huh? You want to get a squad going the summer? I'm playing for New Jersey. Really? Yeah. You know, I I don't live too far from New Jersey. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Is New York didn't offer me, so I'm going to play for New Jersey for the state wars and stuff. Interesting. Who are you playing with uh, your buddies from school? Yeah, one buddy from school. Because, but I never played roller hockey till the summer, and then once the rinks were closed, we just started playing roller, and it, like we, it was so fun. Yeah, when I was when I was in middle school, 
I would come come home, throw my bag, put my skates on, and I would be outside in my yard for or wherever I was living at the time, whether it was in the yard or out in the street, play for hours with an orange ball in my net, just pretend I was playing actual hockey by myself for hours. That's sick. That's sick. It's the best. Yep. As soon as I get these wheels, I'm gonna go buzz down to the rink by myself. Oh yeah. When I was during quarantine here, I just buzzed in the backyard, like yeah. in, the, in the parking lot. By myself for an hour or two. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm still a child at heart. <laughs> Anything else? Any final words from Yurikins to the audience? Final words? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Just... You know what question I really like that Kelsey asked is, if you could tell your younger self anything, what would you tell them? If I could tell my younger stuff, my younger self anything, I would tell myself to just uh, trust the process. Because when I was younger, like, obviously I played double A and whatnot so I never really thought I could play college hockey because I never believed it I always thought oh I have to be playing AAA right now if I want to play at a higher level or whatever but it's not it's not the case for everyone so I would just say stick to the process I would also I, I did this I played two years of U18 I think I would tell other people I know a lot of people jump up to juniors maybe too soon and maybe lose some development so I would also say just develop as long as you can and always work on your skills. Your skills can always improve. I like those. Words of wisdom. All right. Well, thanks for letting us interview you. Of course. I had a good time. You're going to have to do some editing, but other than that, it was unreal. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Thanks for having me. It was awesome. And then I think we got to show all the people or tell all the people about when we end our phone calls. What? Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Where did that come from? What is gangster that? rap. So Yerk started this thing. It was ride for my dogs. Mm-hmm. So you're riding your motorcycle for your dogs. Oh. So always. I, started, I try to start a thing every year. That year it was ride for your, my dogs, vroom, vroom. The year before at the Hitman, I would bark at people. And the team and my team thought it was awesome. Well, the coaches thought it was unbelievable. <laughs> Um, I would bark, and then last year I was juice, so I try to try to have a new theme every year, you know? I like that. It's yeah. a good idea. Keep it loose. Yeah, that's <laughs> how you do it. Perfect. All right, we're signing off. All right, see you guys. Thank you. Bye. Later, Yerks. <laughs>